Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Having to Roll podcast. My name is Oliver, I am but one half of your hosting duo. With me as always is my co-host Robin. Hey Robin. Hey. And this is our final part of our recap of Empire LARP, the Winter Solstice 2023. Before we jump in, I'm going to go over the housekeeping. If you are watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Hit that subscribe if you're new so you know when a new episode is posted. If you're listening on your favorite audio platform, then consider giving us a five-star review. That will help people find us. And without any further ado, let's crack on and uh, yeah, talk about the final the final part of our Empire uh, game. So yeah, like I said, last we left off, uh, Robin had just been uh, knighted as the Knight Protector of Winter for this year. So what what uh, how how was it straight after the tournament, Robin? Well, straight after the the tournament, so that had just ended, and we came out, and it was pretty cool. I got to meet lots of people. Lots of people came up to chat to me and things like that, and it was it, it was quite it was quite fun just sort of meeting so many new people there as well who had been sort of watching and being part of it, and people that have been fighting and it came up. And then I also had a very good conversation at this point with Guy Wooder, who was my opponent within the actual tournament itself. And we got to do that cool sort of thing where we just did that like arm handshake sort of thing. And we chatted because we we have very similar goals. And we had that conversation to say that, yes, we will definitely be still you know I'll, I'll be keeping my word with what i said to him at the start and yeah it was it was really lovely and almost immediately i had people coming up to me being like oh are you the night protector of winter okay and they started telling me things asking things giving me information it was very it was very heavy very quickly but in a good way yes this is the first time either of us have uh got a hat in the game so this is so for people who don't know hats usually refer to if you have an imperial title basically uh it's known as a hat so every time we say uh people with hats that's what we're talking about you don't actually have to wear a hat i don't think although it'd be funny if you did I mean, to be fair, whenever your people were found to this before, and it's something that I probably should have clarified, like you just did, because whenever I heard people referencing hats, I literally was expecting to go into the field and see people with like colored hats on or something. And I was like, that's a great idea, because then you'd really be able to tell who the people are you need to speak to because they've got a hat on. I, and that's that's not not the case though yeah kind of i think i think that's I think that's where the term comes from is uh, wearing wearing the hat, but because there are so many uh, characters that do wear hats. So obviously, you know, we, we have uh, our own style of silly hats in Dawn and the, the leaguers, the leaguers wear their hats with all their feathers on them. The, um, the marchers wear all their, their um, uh, kind of, I don't even know what they're called, those hats that they wear. Uh, but anyway, my, my point being that there's lots. If you were <laughs> basically go, <laughs> if you were to go on the field and be like, oh, anyone with a hat is someone with an imperial title, then you'd be talking. You'd waste a lot of time talking to people, and be like, oh, you got a, have you, have you, uh, have you got an imperial title? And they'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. So we we did that, and then so after tournaments, spoke to lots of people, had lots of fun. And then we went straight out on a skirmish, didn't we? Yeah. Well, I remember coming up to you because I knew that uh, we hadn't skirmished at, um, this weekend. 
at all yet and i was like no i, I do want to go because i always try and do like ones at least one skirmish yeah. uh every summit we go to uh there was one that i had my eye on that was this one and it would just i didn't actually realize it was straight after the night protector tournament so night protector went uh went down then everyone was like all right we're off to the we're off to the barons on a skirmish and i'm like all right which one is it uh, they told me which one it was, and I'm like, oh, actually, I want to go with that. And I knew who was going, so it was also the the person in charge of the skirmish was the general of the Golden Sun. And I'd come up to you, and I was like, well, like the general of the Golden Sun has literally just helped you win that tournament. <laughs> it was literally just fighting with you, and now they're off. So I was like, it's probably it's probably good uh, good form to go and um, help them on the skirmish, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, just to. Be like, hey, thank you for backing me. I now have this title. I'm not gonna go fight and maybe die. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, like it seemed like a. It sounded like a worse idea than it actually was because That's you know fine. you literally just got a hat, you just achieved it, and then you were like, all right, I'm off on a skirmish, and people were like, wait, what? But then it was, it was, we were go. I think it was the Barons we, we went back to. It was, it was the Barons. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty straightforward. Just kill, just basically just kill everything, uh, kill a load yeah. of Druze. Just real, just scrappy uh style you know just going out there for a good scrap basically um good fun. And, yeah and, the, and the, the people that were going were like you you get you get a sense of what the skirmish is going to be like when you see who's going if the listeners can uh catch my meaning you know so i was pretty i was pretty confident that we, we would even if it went wrong we'd get out of there we'd get out of there fine it was in the daylight and everything so um so yeah we had headed through the headed through the sentinel gate we weren't successful in the objective, but yeah. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we, I think we just lost sight of the objective, which was supposed to be an orc. Uh, we didn't know which one was the objective, though. So really, the idea was just to kill everything. We went in with a load of Navari, and it was quite funny. At one point, we were like fighting, and one of the Navari turned around to me and was like, what are we supposed to be doing? And I'm like this killing them all <laughs> you know it's like don't worry about what we're supposed to do it just kill them that's that's all we need to do well that's the thing because it's funny with you saying that there it kind of reminded me at one of the points there was a bit where where some people were like wait which one is it is it that one there and that one over there and then they stopped fighting one of them and i remember like just kill them all it They're doesn't all matter. <laughs> we're killing them all if you kill them all you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah if we kill them all we've succeeded basically you know yeah. we're not wanting to let any of them go yeah um but yeah you, you and i were were two of the ones that ended up chasing after the the last one yeah we got that too late got, really oh, yeah. just yeah. so close yeah 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 because that's the thing when it's it, it's it is sometimes it's difficult to gauge she's like don't don't chase the druge out uh too far uh but really they were they were so thin that it's it, it wasn't going to be a problem uh so i did i did see uh a podcast guest on the skirmish our um our friend kira who uh talked about her uh druge mage character um I, I then i then a little bit meta but i, I spot i spotted them um not that i was going to show you any favoritism i did try to get you shot but unfortunately the archer that i pointed uh pointed you out to um he kind of took aim and then and then we got uh attacked on the flank so um i didn't didn't actually get to to get up close and and personal but um there's not really much, too much else to say about that skirmish, is no, there? You it know? was fun. It was a scrap. We did it. We came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at this point, because I was surprised that you actually agreed to go on the skirmish, because when I, 
came up and said to you, oh, I, I kind of want to go on this skirmish, I expected you to be like, oh, no, I don't. Yeah, because you were literally, you would run around all morning. You had done, obviously, we'd done the battle and you'd done the night protector stuff and you had achieved like your thing you wanted to achieve this summit. So I was actually surprised when you were like, yeah, I'll come. Well, the thing is, I just kind of like, I like fighting. It's the main part of my game. It's my favorite part of the game is fighting. And to be fair, I'm not the type to go out just on any skirmish just for the sake of fighting. But when, like you said already, when I saw the people going on the skirmish, I was like, this is going to be fun. Like a dawn heavy skirmish going to the barns to fight Rouge is fun. And I kind of thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm on a high. This is great. You know, I just got the title. I want to go and have some fun, kill some druge. And, you know, at this point, I forgot that I hadn't eaten. I would, but that, that, that thought had gone. I felt great. Yeah. So we'd <laughs> so, come out of there and we were, um, yeah, we, we were hungry. I think uh, like after that, so I, I went on that skirmish without any hero points because I yeah. spent them all in the morning. Um, but you had gone to the Leonian's pavilion at the grapevine. Uh, was was that the state? Was that the point where we went off to find the uh, the grapevine and sit there, or did we do anything before that? So what we did next is um, before that we went to see our friend Noah in Urizen, um, oh, another right, yeah. podcast guest. So we went to see them first. Um, RNL had a little present for them, so we got to have a little chat. And then it was around because Urizen is really close to where we were going. So then we headed off to the grapevine after that. And we sat down, we had a drink, we got our hero points back. Oh, this is my first drink of the day. And I remember walking around being like, I think we, we were doing lots of that. There's, there's lots that get, there's lots, so much happens. You can only really recap like the highlights really. But there was a lot that was going on. I remember just walking around like a bit, a little bit grumpy being like, Oh, it's getting late and I haven't had a, haven't managed to have a drink yet. We've done so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I was like, okay, we're going to go here now. And you were like, is there alcohol there? I was like, there's going to be alcohol right after there. And you were like, oh, okay. I was like, it's going to be good alcohol. You were like, I just want alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll have to visit the tea shop in Arizona again when I'm not gasping for ale. Uh <laughs> I think. Oh dear. Uh, but yeah, we we then went. Yeah, we got our got our points back. Then we went and got some food. Finally. Um, yeah. I think we actually. Did, I think we took a slight out of character time here. Actually, I might yeah, be did, wrong, yeah. but yeah, I think we took just a few minutes just to kind of catch yeah. our breath. There had been a heavy morning. Yeah. Um. Well, day yeah, then, really, because at this point it's oh like gosh. three o'clock or something. So. Oh yeah, it would have been. Gosh, and then we we left there and then. Um, and we saw another podcast guest friend. Yeah, we saw we saw Pixie, didn't we? Oh yeah, no, yeah, because we we were where the out of um out of character food area is sort of uh, is near uh, Barushka. So we went around and we were like, you know what, we'll just sit here and and eat. That's the thing with being in Dawn. It's like such a walk from the food vans to camp. So you're just like, I don't want to carry. By the time I carry this all the way home, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be cold and I'm hungry now. So we sat down, um, had some lunch. Uh, yeah, then uh, um, Belikov came over and and yeah, told us told us a uh, told us a love story. Yeah, it was. I mean, before obviously with the test metal, we both spent a lot of time gathering love stories and hearing them. 
I was starting to miss that actually because it was a really fun bit of game and it was something that you know stories can be used as currency in LARP so it's quite cool like gathering so many stories and learning about so many so many people within the game so it was really lovely to have Belikov come over and tell us a love story and I'm also thinking as well yeah like we now know people sort of like in most of the nations and especially well, in all the nations. But I mean, I mean, in character, we know people in most of the nations now. Um, and yeah, that's a few times we kind of go to that food bit. Like you said, it's so far away from Dawn. We end up just like sitting around there yeah. and I'm like, oh, we've actually met Belikov in character a few times now. We there's nothing stop. We start like you know heading to Varushka next well, time. <laughs> I'm glad he caught us because when I mean there, there was so many people that we've spoken to over the especially especially over the long dark and they're like oh you'll need to E1 you need to come over to our camp and we just never got the chance to like we didn't even set foot in Varushka. Um, no, we didn't. Which which was disappointing. Um, we also while we're talking about this we also uh, didn't get really get to spend any time in character in the league either um no. yeah we, I, I planned on we totally missed the the reapers festival um we had uh in fact that was that was coming up wasn't it so um yeah i'll say that now yeah we we totally missed we went and do something else and we'll go over that uh but we brought masks and everything haven't we we'd like prepared oh, yeah, to go had, to the reapers we were, we were festival fully prepared had our masks we were ready for it um and I had actually, well, I had had to go over to the league, actually. But then it just it so happened to be the timings and stuff. I couldn't really yeah. catch anyone. And, oh, yeah. You yeah. went over on, like, Friday, didn't you? you were Friday, like, yeah, yeah, time in. I did my I did my, my lonely walk around the place that I liked mm. to do. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it, around about this time as well, I think I think we caught um, another podcast guest. I think, I think uh, Will... Auckland came up and and from the Crimson Reapers and we had a had a chat that might have been the Sunday actually because I feel yeah, I feel because <laughs> yeah. I I hardly saw Will yeah but yeah um yeah so we I think after that we just ended up heading back to Dawn actually and we did a few things in Dawn yeah yeah the, oh yeah this was the time where we we just we kind of milled about our camp um someone came and found me and asked me to sign a copy of the smut magazine that I was in, the copy of my pin-up pose, uh, which was which was a real highlight of my game, uh, especially being able to do it in front of a load of people, being like, so let's see this, but this player comes up and they're like, oh, can, are you Godric? Can you sign this? Can you sign this for me? Just, That's amazing. I was playing my best game. It was so fun. Um. Yeah, we kind of we split off from one another a little bit here, didn't mm. we? Because um, you ended up in Wise Guys, and I was going to come and join you. Mm-hmm. I ended up um, meeting meeting a marcher friend or making a marcher friend, and I because they were they were by themselves and we were chatting, and then they were waiting for someone. I was like, oh, I'm going to introduce you. Come to Wise Guys for a drink. I took them to you, and then I went off and did something else. So we kind of did two separate things here for a bit. Yeah. So earlier in the earlier in the day and it would have been before i i probably fought either fought in the tournament or went on the skirmish or something i was i was a very busy person uh basically on saturday and i had been i had alluded to this when we did our first episode so i had i'm not i'm not going to go too much into the uh the the stuff that's because there's still active story around this this is a this is a big story across the entire empire actually currently so I went to Brookelly and in my downtime, I got, I'm, I'm 
PD, uh, when they gave us the plot, they said don't release the plot until after the event, which I'm not going to do. Um, but that kind of tells me they're okay with people kind of talking about it after the fir- after the first event of the year. So I got a uh, an ancient artifact from Tarunil. And there was a lot of people like before the event, uh, especially Navarre, that were like putting out um, posters and things like that, being like, "Hey, come and come and if you found anything, please, you know, because that because that's there's very much there's a lot of people in Navarre that's very much their game, especially because it's it's to do with the Valorn and uh, yeah their their old um, empire now." I, because I'm Dornish and I got this thing, I was like, you know what? It doesn't make any sense for Godric to have picked up this artifact, waited until he got to Anvil, and then go give it to the Navarre, <laughs> right? It doesn't, re- <laughs> especially since he was with the Navarre the entire time. So um, I had been like showing this uh, amulet to, to to people, and I had just been mentioning. I wasn't like in any rush to like um, get it kind of get the thing done that I needed done to it which was basically a kind of years I needed done to it which is a day ritual anyway I, I end up speaking to someone who was a day mage and though I was like can you do this kind of years and they're like no but this person can there was another person sat right there who could do the day ritual and I was like well I was I was like well you know would you do it for me and they're like yeah sure so we go off and find a ref and we give the 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 number to the ref on because you basically you get a little ribbon to put on a physical representation of uh the item so the item was non-magical uh but there was a lot of information about it as <laughs> the ref was like oh this is a big one and i was yeah. like i was like i want to get this done this weekend but i'm very busy <laughs> so i was like i said to the day mage i was like are you okay if you go and you do the ritual and come and find me and tell me basically what you find <laughs> so it was cool because i get you know you get to give game to other people as well that way so i was like awesome so i got to go off and just go off and be, do, do my hero thing uh and then i uh i, I, well, I had I had a few drinks in wise guys i can't remember who I, who i was with actually to you start with, with the um the marcher that i dropped off with you oh and... that's right yeah 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 because um I'm not sure you're with anyone else for, mm-hmm. but yeah, because you had a few drinks there, and then, yeah, yeah, because then I like kind of went off and did stuff while while you then got your your results, didn't you? Yeah, so I was we, we were chatting away in in wise guys, and uh, the day the the day mage comes and finds me, and tells me the uh, what what happened. Now again, this is still active game, um, and. Uh, I'm not going to say what I found out, but it was very, very interesting and it was good storytelling type stuff. Like I said, the actual item itself isn't magical, uh, but it had, yeah, it basically had a vision attached to it. Um, so it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. And because uh, you, you, after you had done what you're going to do, I'm assuming you're going to uh, say, but you had come back just to wrap this up. You had come back from doing what you were doing and uh, we were talking because you, you struggled to read all that plot didn't you that pd had yeah. given us <laughs> so those of us who saw chose to see the heart of tarunio got i think it was like three a4 pages of of info you know and it was just like right before time in you're just like i can't read all that <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically i was like i looked at it well i think because we have to pick up like three or something it probably was between four and five by the time we actually got back to the ten i ain't got ready yet and i looked at it it was like I know I can't read all this in that length of time. 
So I'm going to wait, <laughs> read it later, and RNL will have her stories next time yeah. because it just it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's, it's juicy Torunial stuff. It's juicy yeah. uh, um, uh, plot that can still be continued. So I, I do want to um, yeah, have it come out. I can have a lot of my stories come out organically uh, when I do go. Um, I'm not going to completely neglect you, Navar, by the way. Um, I will I will definitely be coming around telling <laughs> telling stories and sharing stories uh, with you. But yeah, what did you do when you were wandering off and I was telling stories? Yeah, so there was a conjunction that was supposed to be happening later on in the day. And this was to go and speak to a winter herald, um, a herald of the Eternal Sorin. And House Mortar, which is the house that I'm in, had agreed to be part of this and to an extension I of course would be going as well um, and it, it wasn't mandatory or anything I was asked but you know Night Protector Winter, Winter Herald kind of should go. So the person House Mortar that was organizing this um, they were basically tasked with getting a list of people to go on to this, this conjunction. Now it was supposed to be a conversation with the Winter Herald, with possible combat. And we could have like 18 people, which isn't a lot for like a, a skirmishes. Normally you're like, you've been doing what, like 15, 100 people you can have. So 18, not a lot of people, but enough to suggest this is, might not just be a conversation. So they came up to me and they're like, oh yeah, I'm trying to find people. And I was like, well, I would feel much more confident if all the people that weren't myself, um, the person, other person from Mortaire and a member of House Remise, we all had to be there. I said, I want everyone else to be clanky, Donish fighters. Because then if it goes wrong, I know they're not going to turn and leave us there because they will stay, they will fight, they will drive forward and we'll be fine. So I was like, let's fill out this list. And then first of all, Godric is obviously a yes. Of course, Godric is going to come. You know, whether he likes it or not, he was coming. <laughs> so yeah, of course, of course, Godric was coming. And then we, I was like, let's just go around and we're going to speak to a load of people. Tell a list of people I want to speak to. Um, of course, Guy Wooder was an obvious person to go seek out. So I think we went to seek them out pretty quickly. And they were like, yes, I'll be there. What time? I'll go get people. And they did. That was all great. We got a few other houses, spoke to a few people. Um, there's one of the houses, the person that I, I was with said, oh, I really want to go speak to this house. And I said, they're not into winter stuff. They probably won't come. And if they do come, it's probably going to turn into a fight. But let's go speak to them. And they basically went, no, we don't do winter stuff, but we will come if you want but we will fight. <laughs> <It's> like, <okay. laughs> I'm not going to take you on this one, but uh, I'm going to keep that in mind for future ones. <laughs> but long story short, we did our networking. We got a group of people. We were all fine. And we did this pretty quickly, actually. 
quick enough that I went back to Wise Guys and had another couple of drinks. Yeah, a couple of drinks. Yeah, I was surprised that was like <laughs> now retelling it, I'm realizing how much we had to drink before this skirm before this. It's not That's a skirmish, but this so much. this this conjunction, which was quite an intense one, you know. But I mean, the adrenaline was you, you well, you'll you, you'll hear in a sec. The adrenaline, I think, the adrenaline kind of counteracted a little bit um, some of the effects. But yeah, it was it wasn't until like. It was like 7 p.m. or something, wasn't it, that we, we had to go up there? Yeah, it was like 7. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it was like 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And between us, during the entire day, we had eaten a total of one pizza. Yeah, one pizza. <laughs> we were bad. Okay, don't, don't, don't do what we do, people, please. Yeah. It, it's difficult <laughs> because that, like, our, it's, that's the thing. Our games are just getting so much more busy now. And also, like, with... Um, with with all the you know the night protector stuff and then this like this is a completely different thing for us like it's a completely different part of the game for us like we'd never been on a conjunction where it was anything to do with an eternal apart from obviously well i mean obviously we'd fought heralds before but that's more of a in a in a battle skirmish type uh thing but this was the first time it was like supposed to be something diplomatic and yeah. uh we were going there to try not to fight basically you know it was it was very very different and there was going to be very few of us like you said 18 of us you know which is hardly anything yeah like it was it's definitely a lot but we we were able to sit in wise guys for a couple of hours chat away to people have way too much drink and i wrote all the information down for for you for your um your item yeah because I like writing things down. So <laughs> we got all the information. And then um, I remember sitting there and I was like, oh, it's Lady Morgan over there. Let her know that we're all good for that, that conjunction. Went over and then she's chatting away to me and leant, leant over to me and was and whispered, did you get a ribbon from God for your banner? And I was like, no, <laughs> a what for what? <laughs> So I was like, it's fine. I've got 10 minutes. Um, I'm going to run to God. Um, for those of you who don't know, God is far away from, from dawn. dawn. Yeah. Far yeah. away. So explain why. So why? what does the, the banner actually do mechanically? So mechanically, the banner allows me to enter the Hall of Worlds while wearing armor and having weapons because it is a place that you cannot enter when you're armed, basically. Well, only mages can enter. Like, even if you're not armed, I'm pretty sure only you can only enter it if you're a mage. Like, I can't, oh, maybe. I, yeah. I don't actually know the answer to that. No, um, I, no I, well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's true. Like, I can't, I, it's not as if I could just walk in without any, like, armor or anything on. I think you I literally have to be a mage. I think that's the important thing about the Night Protector is that you can, uh, you can, you're the one that can walk in not as a mage and, yeah. you know, look threatening. So, yeah, and I was like, well, I probably don't need it on for this conjunction, but I don't know. Maybe I do. So, yeah, yeah. ran to God, got the ribbon, ran back to Dawn, realized no one was in Dawn, (laughs) ran to the gate. (laughs) I was put by the time we got onto this conjunction, I was out of breath. (laughs) Yeah, it was a good thing you went. Yeah, it's good. Well, the thing is, so I I, I walked out and then someone from, I think someone from Mortel was just like, oh, uh, I think they're just about to go through the gate and I'm like, wait, what? And I was like, oh no. So I I sprinted and put my armor on because I didn't have my armor on because I was drinking. Um, so I, I chucked my chain mail on and then I was like, oh, I'll just put my gorget on because it's just got my ribbon on with my um, hero's plate. And I couldn't mm. put my, because I need someone to help me put my um, pauldrons on. 
I was like, screw it. And I, and I ran up, but I was still like half an hour early. Everyone was just being really organized. You know, I thought, wait, what? I thought it was like half seven we going through. And it was, I'm sure it was, sure, sure I've got like half an hour, which I did. Yeah. Uh, but everyone was just being super organized. But you had like, we had missed each other. So you had run down to Dawn and seen that my armor was sitting there. And you were like, oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, it's, it's Paul Jones out there. He couldn't have gone. And then, you know, got like people in house Sandra's next there. And they're like, no, no, he's gone. He's <laughs> ran to the gate. And then I see the person from house from me. So I was like, ha, we can't go without us. And he was, and, and they were like, yeah, no, we, we need to be there. And then we kind of went, should we be there now? Yeah, yeah. So we both like had a nice run there, chatting away, like, hello, I'm RNL. You had plenty of time. <laughs> you had plenty of time. It's one of these things. You, well, you just you don't want to miss it, obviously, because there's only a small gap that you can open the gate, you see. Well, the thing is as well, like we got there and there is a bit of a thing with the gate where sometimes like you've only so many people are allowed to go through. And yeah. some of these things, you know, you've got certain people that need to go through they need to run it and you want to make sure you've got the right people going through each time and I think there has been a bit of an issue with people sort of hanging around and quickly jumping through the gate you know who weren't supposed to be going with the group and that can cause issues so they they seem to be getting a lot more organized and a lot stricter at the gate to make sure that this can't happen because it can cause people's characters to die yeah. um yeah. so I remember I got to like be there and as we we had like the list of people we were like you know this person needs to go through these people have to go through you know and we did it like that i think correct me if i'm wrong i think we were all from from dawn that went through oh no yeah every single one was from dawn well it's one of those weird ones is because obviously because it's not like a, it's not skirmish so you've not got people just randomly showing up being like, oh yeah can i come on a skirmish it's like it's something to do with an eternal it's going to be a conversation hopefully it's going to be a conversation and there's only 18 so every now and again someone would like pop up and be like oh do you need more people? And we're like, no, no, it's only it's a, this is a small, this is a small trip through the gate. Again, this is brand new to me, like because there are like non-combatant type things going on through the gate. But when usually when in skirmishes, like everyone wants to go on, so it has to be a little bit like, oh yeah. Um, they've actually changed. So I've been hearing that they've changed it out of character and in character. So gate jumping is supposed to be like illegal now. I.e. Yeah. So they open the gate and. As you go through, they will count you. So the refs will basically count how many people with like they've got like clickers, right? Or I've seen them with clickers, and yeah. the, so they'll 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 count how many people go through, and then once they get to the max, they say, okay, that's that's it, that's the maximum amount of people. So what will happen is people will organize a skirmish, and then people will arrive, and then just tr just sort of like try and blend in and jump through to get on the skirmish, which is not cool uh it's not cool um but now that they're making it kind of punishable in character apparently uh so that yeah. might be a good idea to and they've already helped it with the fact because i remember when we had our first event i don't think there was any like they didn't have like uh assigned skirmishes but now when the skirmishes come out on the winds of war there is and the winds of fortune there are actual assigned player characters for that skirmish so it's yeah. their job to choose who gets to go on which is way better yeah <laughs> no exactly so yeah then we we got our we were all there already we had a quick little chat first made sure we knew what we were doing made sure we knew who were speaking so we had two people one from Mortar and one from Ramis they, they were going to be doing all the speaking and we were all just yeah 
go through and make sure there's no fighting and if there is fighting make sure we all come back yeah so you have what like I... yeah so you, you you have some sort of like uh say over who gets to speak to an eternal because you, you have a power of parley as as night protector that was one of the reasons they wanted you there right yeah basically as night protector and this is my understanding because all the eternals work a bit differently but Zorin is meant to be an eternal that respects or at least acknowledges the fact that you are there as a night protector and would not you know see any harm done to you type of thing and would actually see your presence as some sort of importance there allowing you to yeah allowing you to speak and so on so we had that information although I was so scared because I was like, oh my gosh, I've just got the title. I, I'm, I, I've done it all. I, I did research like beforehand, but, but most of it was agreement based. I was like, I am ready. You know, if we're doing anything with agreement, I am ready for this. Soren, right. Where's my cheat sheet for Soren? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then I was like, you know what? Screw this. The best way to do it is just by chatting to people, learning. And I got little snippets of information from many people about Soren that I could put together and kind of form in my head, okay, I think I know what I could and could not say. I'm ready. Let's go get drunk and then go to the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we went through and it was it was that time. So it was like 7 p.m.-ish. So again, like PDs do such a good job with these, making sure everything is just right for these skirmishes. So the sun... It's get it's getting basically it's just getting low. You know, it's not dark at all, but it's just it's just the, the lights just turned down enough that gave us good atmosphere in this thing. So I can't remember where we were heading off to, but like on the map, but we were in like basically Soren's kind of it, it was one of his woods, if you like. So his <laughs> his like uh, lackeys, his like uh, groups uh, live in these woods, and so we headed through the gate and we turned where we usually go to like go monster and then we go end up in this like open woods right and it was like properly quiet and eerie <laughs> which yeah, is a new like, experience for me at anvil you, yeah because there's there's like thousands of people in fields around you and it felt like we were isolated there it felt like you know we weren't at Bradford campsite, you know, with thousands of people, we were in these woods and it was creepy yeah. and we were all alone. Yeah. And the Dornish Knights that were, were with us, they like they, they they did really well. They knew the assignment. The assignment was that you guys are going there to talk. We are just there in case shit goes down. So we're not there to be talking. So it was, yeah, it was a very quiet kind of walk out there as well, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we, um yeah, we headed round out there and instantly we were met by these sort of um these sort of beings out in the woods that were <sighs> it's, it's hard to tell they looked a this. bit like draugr um because yeah. i think i believe soren's got like two groups that follow him so it was one of the two um i imagine it was one of them's called the wolves right because basically they were like the hell are you doing in our woods type thing um mm. there wasn't many of them we outnumbered them but the way they were moving was very, they were very, very confident, you know, and they like came yeah. out from all directions as we like walked as this little huddle. They were all, they were suddenly all around us, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it was, yeah. And they were armed as well. Like, so like armed with staffs and things like that and weapons. So we were like, 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. It's the fact that it wasn't just the wet, it was the staffs and things. Mm. I kind of clocked really quickly and kind of went, right. This is all winter stuff, you know. It's going to not be nice if you get these guys, if they get a hold of us, you know. Mm. But yeah, so we kind of all went out and just took a deep breath. <laughs> and yeah, let the, the other two do the talking. They were there to, to talk. They knew the assignment. And they started to to have that conversation with all these lackeys that were around. Yeah, this was this was my favorite moment. Do you mind if I tell this bit? Because I have retold this about a million times because it was <laughs> like my memory of this seems to be very different at this point because you, you've got this sort of like nailed so it's, it's, it's it. canon it's canon no so so Aranel was an absolute badass so there was all a lot of this little talking so um our members from house from east and house mortair uh that kind of knew what needs to be said and done and this is all plot stuff to the herald of sorin the Her herald of sorin wasn't there as we were just being they were basically interrogating us they were like the bouncers of this forest and they were there was lots of backwards and forwards and basically they were like why have you brought if you're here to speak then why have you brought all these heavily armored uh people with you and they're like they're trying that they're trying to be diplomatic and then they as soon as it started to go around in circles aranel who's got the night protector banner like folded and like on your belt and it's like yeah. below your skirts like Aranel comes out like freaking Aragorn, like like to the to the army of the dead in Dunharrow, and just like goes, "I am the Night Protector of Winter. You will respect my parlay." And they just went, "Okay, follow us." <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it was so freaking epic because you just it was the fact that you were you you didn't say it didn't say it just at the right moment. You just interrupted them and went. Yeah, we're you know I am the night protector. You respect me, bitch, basically. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so so they so they um, they went okay. Well, just uh, just you three then. So the the, the two that were going to do the talking and you were allowed to go see the speak with the herald. They're like the rest of you have to stay here. And obviously, I was like, I, I was stood next to you. And I was just like, I think you had just gone, okay, it's, it's fine, basically. And then you went off. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of like looked around because at first, I kind of second thought about it and thought, No, I think we should all be together there. And I was like, No, it's gonna be a blooming nightmare if all these lackeys are around us. We're trying to have this conversation. Okay, we just need to trust trust the people that we chose. We chose people because we, we trusted them. We knew they would all, you know, do their thing so yeah we we split off so at this point here we myself and the other two people we headed off up to see this this herald of Sorin. it was quite far from the rest of you i would say like, it was about 200 yards yeah. uh, like it was it wasn't like it, it was yeah. far enough away basically that you you could you could well I'll explain why i couldn't i wasn't really watching uh, but yeah, you could you could see them in the distance, but it would take me a good like six to ten seconds to sprint over to them. You know, yeah. it was it was it was far enough away, so if bad things happened, we couldn't help straight away. Yeah, exactly. And I could kind of like look back and see where you all were, and it was at that point I was like, well, we just have to all trust one another a lot here because, yeah, if. If a fight had broken out where all you were, we would have been dead. There would have been no escaping from where we were. No. Um, 
but yeah so I can't there's not really a lot that I can see at this point but I will kind of say like a little bit here and then then you can um go on to what yeah there was no plot work why experience but I can (laughs) I can I can explain it in detail but yeah yeah, exactly so um where we were the Harold um addressed us and acknowledged that I was there and agreed to allow those there to speak now I'm not going to go into all the details here but basically there was this conversation and the two of them went up to the Herald I chose not to because there was sort of like a circle around them and where I was positioned I could see everything was happening around without anything getting behind me because I was keeping an eye even though most of the lackeys were all down by you one or two of them were wandering around the sides and you could only just slightly see them. And I was like, I'm just going to keep an eye on them because if they come close, I am the only person here who's equipped to fight. <laughs> and I thought I did not want them like encircling myself and this pair here. And this pair are probably safest right with the Herald that they are speaking to. So I just stood there with my hands on the hilts of both my weapons and just kept being very vigilant and yeah what did you go through <laughs> oh yeah no i mean i sh- i should be i should be uh i don't know i feel like i should have vigilance priests coming up and uh and uh assessing me for paragon ship to be honest because i was like that's, that's literally <laughs> what i did so uh i um where you left me you were like okay they're going off and because i was stood next to you and i was like uh, so you the people the person we were you had been like you know you will respect me i'm the king of gondor type thing um <laughs> to, uh, was like was like here you had gone off to the left and so i just stood right where i was and i was just like i ain't i am not moving the only time basically i decided well godric had decided i'm not moving from this spot the only thing that's going to move is until they are charges come back or fight breaks out so I did not move at all. So as as West stood there, I know that um, my Dornish companions were behind me. Uh, were a little bit. I was a little bit because I'm me. I was a little bit further out. Um, and the, so the the most of the people that came with us were from the same house, um, and they were being uh, led by led by one person. And they did it. They well, I mean, they, they did. But I'll, I'll I'll describe. I'll describe exactly what what happened the, the these whoever these lackeys were they they just were were circling us but they were because we couldn't hear the conversation we had we couldn't hear a single word you guys were saying over there so all all we had was just us and these uh like i said that i don't know what they were they like said so they looked like drow gear and they were they had interesting weapons and things like that but they were very like intimidating uh in the way that they were like basically circling us like some kind of like wolves basically because that's why I'm, I'm sure they are the, the the one of the groups that he leads is called the wolves right so yeah. they they were kind of circling us um and they would then try, so i was basically I, I picked a point in the skyline and i just stared at that because they were cut they were coming up and they were like they were like doing doing this in your in your face and um then they started kind of once that didn't freak us out uh they would then uh they were then they then started talking to us you know and then they were they were just say they were saying things like 
oh, I don't really understand glory and all this. And they're going, is it, is it glorious to uh, die so far from home? I think, uh, oh, I think this one, this one would have preferred to stay in bed this morning. Uh, wouldn't you feel safer? <laughs> yeah, you wanted to be a hero, didn't you? Maybe mummy told you you'd be a hero, but this is not what you thought, is it? You know, that this type of thing. And they were, they're basically trying to just bait us with anything. And there was a little bit of chatter because I was like, it was, like you said, Robin, there was a definite feeling of, either we get out of this with no combat or we all die basically that that was literally yeah. it was like literally a case of this is going to go very just nothing's going to happen or it's going to go very 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 bad um so i was very conscious as well that if we had kicked off you guys were in trouble and that's why we were there we were there to keep you safe so every now and again like i could hear chatter from our lot being like biting back a little bit and the only time I ever opened my mouth was just to be like, remember why we're here? You know, remember. Yeah, I heard you. Like, <laughs> I, I heard you saying that. Like, yeah. I heard you, you know, um, basically just refer, just speaking to, like, um, everyone there, just being like, Imperials, don't speak back. Yeah. Remember so, why you're here. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't leaning. The person who, who led that was, um, led the, the, the bulk, did a, did a very good job because they, oh, they yeah. understood the assignment as well. That's the thing. That's like you said, you need people you could trust on that because if you just had randoms that were just going to be like, oh, no, I'm just I want to fight this. You know, I'm going to have a fight. Then basically we would have put all your characters lives at risk there. Uh, but I, from from a role play point of view, from an experience, it was one of the most intense experiences of my entire life in a good way. It was like because like my heart was I could because it was so quiet. My heart was going and I was like I was looking dead straight and it, I was it was almost like it was one of those cinematic moments between you and the character you play. So I was inside being like, oh yeah, you know, if we do this, blah, 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 this might happen. And I was like, well, no, God, Godric is, this is, this is who Godric is, right? So this is, so he's just going to stand there. And at one point they start like walking behind me. Like one of them is literally like at my, at my shoulder, right behind me. Cause I was like, <laughs> I'm a little bit further away and I'm looking out. I can't see my companions. I am literally every now and again just darting my eyes to check on you three and to check who's like basically who is, you know, where these potential enemies are. You know, I knew that the one that was stood, you know, started walking behind me. I knew there was one here. I knew there was one here. Um, I saw that because I was looking back and doing like basically exactly what you were doing. Every so often I would look back because I was keeping an eye because I, I noticed the two lackeys that were we with us had gone back to where you all were. Yeah. So I noticed they had gone back. So this every so often I was looking back, but not not constantly because I was like, that might look disrespectful towards the Herald we were there to speak with. So I was just like looking back and I just saw them all like, because at one point I was like, are they in the group with them? They're they all pretty just much like were, intermingled yeah. as this group. Are we taking them back with us? Yeah. So <laughs> but it, it became like in character as well. I was like thinking as Godric, I was like, they're not going to, that basically they are trying to wind us up but they have obviously been given strict orders not to attack us because they were like that every now and again and there was one with a weapon out like doing doing this like doing like kind of jerky movements trying to trying to get us to bite but i was like at, when it got to about kind of like uh four minutes in or something i was like if they were going to do something they would have done it by now so yeah. like if, so that if, if there was an ambush they it would have already happened uh so and and they they were technically outnumbered you know but we didn't know but, i mean those staffs and things like that i was like there's no i mean we, we could we probably would have been buggered if if uh if it had kicked off 
Um, but then, yeah, yeah. So, what was the, what did the Herald look like? Oh my gosh, I mean, this was incredible. So the, the Herald themselves, um, they they had sort of like long sort of black fabrics and things on, kind of going down to the floor. They looked very sort of tall, almost because they had like the shape of um, what looked like a large skull going over them. Like a horse's skull, kind of shape. <laughs> but you know, we wouldn't know what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, an extinct animal skull is what it looked like from what where it was. But there was also a like um, fog machine that was positioned behind the tree. <laughs> so there was just fog kind of coming out and covering where like the bottom of like their their fabrics would go. It almost made it look like they weren't like a being mocking and moving. It made it look like they were just sort of coming out and they were just there. Honestly, the people who are in charge of this costuming, genius. The types of fabrics they used on this person just made it look non-human, made it look like... Uh, at no point was I standing there thinking, oh, this, pe- this this crew member is wearing a great costume. I was like, this Harold is terrifying and it's... How is it moving right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean the tension that they they managed to create. So so yeah, this is this is take this PD as our as our feedback to you, the NPC crew, the costuming, and the skirmish crew that were probably in there as well. Uh, top top job, top encounter. Well done. It was awesome. Yeah, we will <laughs> definitely. I had such be, fun. We'll definitely be emailing into the the feedback email to to give that officially as well because. Yeah. This was incredible. Yeah. Like, really so you was. guys kind of came back. Yeah, oh as, my gosh, as, right. As... <laughs> when we were coming back, the conversation had been very exciting. It was very tense. It kind of went around a little bit. There was a, there was a lot of tense moments in it. We were walking back and I was like, okay, both of you stay close to me. And they both had been given a weapon, but they were both like obviously really excitable and like, oh yes, and then this happened and then that. And did you? I wonder why they said this and what do you think about that? And I'm like, watching these um like goons start to come up towards us and around. And I was like, stay vigilant. <laughs> I said, I said, stop talking, stay vigilant. And they were like, okay. Oh, and then when they said this, and I was like. <laughs> We, we are literally not out of the woods yet we are literally not, we're out, of not out of the woods yeah. we're not even and it was basically they were these goons were closing our path between us and the rest of dawn and i was like we need to get through here and i was like just walk straight ahead i said to them I said don't don't walk away i said walk straight past them because i'd seen what you lot were doing i was like just walk straight past them <laughs> so you from house from east honestly the <laughs> But as soon as one of them spoke, you were like, oh, yeah, look at this. You went off to them. I was like, where's it going? Okay, let's go. Don't make me choose between the two people I'm protecting because I'm choosing the person from our tower. <laughs> so we all got back to the group and all of you lot were amazing because instantly went, right, you lot in the middle, we're heading back now. And everybody was very respectful of these sort of beings. I heard many people in the dawn group just being like you know thank you for your hospitality we are leaving your woods now yeah and some of these goons got a little bit like hecked up and that one that you were describing with the weapon yeah. that one was trying to chase us out and i saw one of the other ones like grab them and pull them back yeah i think there was two reasons for that because a couple of people in our group 
did start to stumble a bit because we were all walking backwards. Yes. So I think there was a slight little like bit of, oh, actually, just let them get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and then we then we jumped in the gate and uh, back to Amble. Oh. Uh, right. I was going to say, can I say this? Yeah, I can say this. Um, There was something that was left, apparently, one of the goons, and you would have seen this, I'm assuming, or... um. But basically, one of these people had like given a flower or chucked a flower over towards one of the people in the group, mm -hmm. in your group. Did and they pick it was, up? Picked it up, <laughs> brought it back. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> so we got back and they literally came to me. Um, because I remember the house more tower went, oh, yes, yeah, so somebody got this. And they were held it out to me. I said, I'm not taking it. Let's <laughs> take it to Killian. <laughs> That looks like a Killian it. thing. Take it to them. <laughs> It'll end up in Highgar at the museum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we all lived. And honestly, at this point, yeah, we just... That definitely deserved a highlight because it was a different experience for us. And even though I've never had so much fun not fighting, actually. It was just yes, a completely different point, experience. Actually, it was yeah. a different life experience. It was awesome. But yeah, but then we um we headed back, didn't we? We headed back to Dawn. We did some chatting, some back and forth, and then you and I just went. Oh, now it's party time. We're off it's... to party. Yeah, it's... we're off to <laughs> we're off to the Imperial Orcs. We'll see y'all later. <laughs> well, because we we were giving out gifts, weren't we? Because like I said, we get you gave a gift to Noah um for for stories. So we were we were giving out um favors and things like that. And you were like, oh, I need to go speak to uh, one of the Iron Tides to yeah. um give them a gift so we're like oh yeah we'll head over and this point it is actually like dark now uh oh, yeah. so we're like oh yeah we'll head over to uh the orc camp and uh yeah we spent a lot <laughs> a lot longer there than i had planned <laughs> oh my gosh we thought well we'll head in and you know oh i will say the imperial orc camp at e1 this year compared to e just even just e4 last year it was it felt huge. It felt kind of buzzing. There was a lot of people there. They had their big fire pit on. We um... they have the best camp, but oh but but they're like these people that have uh, a beautiful house, but annoying neighbors. Because I didn't realize like how like cause that's the first time I've been into the Imperial Orc camp while like songs and stories is popping off, and I'm like. Oh wow, the, uh, <laughs> these these are antisocial neighbors. <laughs> Sorry, you have to put up with that. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of like comedic sort of value there because there was some really tense things happening at the Imperial Orcs, and we're sitting there. Meanwhile, there's a party going on, a tree over. Um, <laughs> but this time, the the camp was opened up a bit, so there's now two entrances, and one of the entrances to the Orc to the Imperial Orc camp is through Navarre. Mm -hmm which branched out and they now have a they now have a pub they've got a little little tavern in navarre which is well it's, it's the imperial orc tavern but you have to go into like that sort of entrance to get to it and yeah so the evening starts getting a bit hazy at this point oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh my God. so many things happened at this point it's just like there's going to be no order to this okay no we're drunk yeah <laughs> I, I gotta admit i i got a little bit because we were outside so we were outside the iron tide tent and there was something going on. I think we met a few Dornish people in there, but there yeah. was something going on in the Iron Tide tent. They were having meetings and they were all being uh, called in, mostly by another podcast guest. They were being like shouted in and uh, they kept being like in and out, in and out. 
But the thing is, they would come out one iron tide. Uh, sometimes they weren't even all iron tides. They would come out and they would t- talk to you, and then I I start to get confused that uh, who like who I'd spoken to. Again, I'd had a bit to drink at this point, and then another person would come out. So I might I apologize if you I had the hilarious. same if I had the same conversation with you twice, and you're an imperial orc. I apologize, but I was getting uh, I got a little bit confused later on in the night. It, it wasn't that; it was actually like the opposite that you were having a conversation with them. Somebody else would come out, and you were like, "Yes." Anyway, so then this happened. <laughs> you carried on the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's even and then, worse. then i was like then i turned around i was like i don't believe we've met I <laughs> that's not the same iron tide whoops <laughs> that's like an iron tide anymore <laughs> i mean it's dark and yeah it, uh we ended up yeah we ended up um because they were like oh yeah we want to go on a uh they were going to go on a pub crawl um yeah. so then we we're going to do a, a pub tour and by this point we were like oh yeah no we, we want to uh go elsewhere anyway we went to the well we went to their new bar and we went to the so new walk we bar, were right? there we had a few drinks chatting to a few people i got to see the iron tide apparently it was like the perfect comedic time because apparently lots of people there was a lot going on because there was a there was part of a test of metal happening basically so there was a few people from dawn there and then they realized that we were nothing to do with these people and then there was a bit of a comedic value because apparently lots of people always go in asking for the same people. And the Iron Tide I was after, apparently someone had just made a joke, but no one ever wants that person. <laughs> and I came asking for them straight away. And they were like, oh, oh, we need to get them now. <laughs> and yeah, I gave them, so I gave them the gift I was given out was like, like little bottles of mead. But because I know how difficult it is to, for, for those wearing the Orc mask to drink, um, I had like a like solid bamboo straw attached to the one that I handed over to this person. So and they cute. were just like, <laughs> it was cute, but they were like, I've been needing a straw need for a, straw. a while. <laughs> so yeah, I am. Um, it was really funny. There was also a bit of a moment where one of the Imperial Orcs was grumbling at the fact there was so many humans there. And the Iron Tide that I was with basically turned around and was like, that's my friend. You will not speak to them like that. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. I I, yeah. I, I love those little, I love those moments when, because like when you have, especially both ways, when you, you can, you can play either side. I mean, it's probably, it's probably not a good idea to be a complete, uh, completely orc prejudice. Um, I don't think, I think in general, you kind of want it in the setting, but PD want to kind of because I think I think some of the stuff with like the lineage stuff I think PD have kind of like tried in game to like settle some of that down, um, with uh, especially with like uh, judgments and things like that, um, going up uh, to try not to make it so yeah it's going to be a point of massive contention, but it's fun every yeah. now and again to have like an anti-human comment from an orc or an anti-orc from a from a human because then those of us who actually have had like good in character interactions with with the nation can then it's it's easy for us to be like no they're they're imperials what are you talking about i forgot about something that happened earlier and this actually connected us to a load of people around the fire at this point earlier we were in wise guys and there was a group of imperial orcs sitting behind us there was a person there from the marches and they were like interrogating these imperial orcs about the about their view of like because they don't go through the labyrinth that was a bit tense actually yeah it was tense and it was tense enough but i must say like because they were like obviously going on a lot and i remember i turned around and like eyed up these imperial orcs and they were just like looking they were just like 
And the person left and I was like, well done for keeping so calm. And they went, I think that person might have been under the influence of something. So we just, we let that slide. Well, and I'm like, to be fair, there was like a big group. Of them. Yeah, well, I think, I don't know whether they were like under the influence, maybe a little bit like out of character, as in like they maybe had a bit to drink. But no, I remember that moment. That, that Those moments don't usually happen. Like usually like intense uh, stuff like that is, is left for like the synod and things like that, where they, they, they talk about things like that in, in a... Uh, a way that's maybe impactful. It's quite rare that you will have a, like a shouting match in the bar, but yeah, this march yeah. was basically like, you know, how do you believe in the like the not as in it wasn't even as if a, oh it wasn't a question. It was like it was like a I'm telling you, where, it's no way you could follow the way because you don't go to the labyrinth type thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah because he was like talking about their ancestors and things but then he like started bringing other people in and like calling over people at the oh it didn't work did it <laughs> oh yeah and he was like because because then he started like just insulting don because he's oh well you're all donish that's why and they <laughs> got up and left yeah. and we're all just like what, 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 what was their problem and then but these the same imperial orcs that were in that because I, I clocked them they were standing there. i was like oh we saw you earlier that was really intense and they went oh yeah hey hey guys yeah it was really cool to see you there and then yeah it got we went to their tavern we had a couple of drinks high alcohol content <laughs> oh yeah they were like oh this is like a really high they were telling us and i was like no way and i was like it, it doesn't even taste alcoholic um i now believe you that it was very alcoholic okay <laughs> Yeah. Uh... At the time, I may have drank it very quickly to prove a point, and I don't even know what I was trying to prove. Yeah. Yeah. So then, then so then we went on our booze cruise, right? So yeah. Um. So I, I convened. Well, it was we didn't actually go on the booze cruise. It was just like they, we were in the orc camp, and they were like, "We're doing a booze cruise," and that there was a few of them shouting out the words, "Where do we go first? Where do we go first? And I was just like, "Dawn, let's go to Dawn." <laughs> Good dawn first. Because we're heading there anyway. You know, we wanted to head there anyway. So we were like, uh, they were, oh, okay, let's go to dawn. Let's go to dawn. So they off so we went off, um, we ended up I think we went to another camp and then um luck luckily, so what wise guys, uh best bar in Anvil. Um yeah. I had to go check, make sure that they had enough for like twenty orcs or whatever, however many <laughs> <laughs> were there. We ended up in we ended up in, in wise guys. Uh, this was the point. So I remember you had said to me, um, so I had been doing a, a lot more like, uh, not so much public speaking, but a lot more um, projecting of my voice because I was out on the battlefield in the morning, having my voice raised. Um, I was telling lots of stories during the day on the skirmishes. Obviously I was had, you know, I was projecting my voice uh in the even on that little conjunction we went to and i was like i was like oh yeah usually by this time of the weekend my voice is gone i think it's because i've i've not sh i'm not shouting because that's one thing when you but you'd say because you um for a day job you have to do that type of projecting you know you're, you're yeah. you speak to uh people in you know a lot of people in rooms right and i remember you saying to me you were like oh no yeah you i could tell you were actually uh shouting correctly because there's a way to shout because you do hear that a lot at Anvil because people get on that battlefield especially or they get out into the, the glory square and they want to shout something and you hear them, you're like, oh, that's from your throat. That's going to be sore later. And you can get in and go, Brah! and you can Honestly, hear it go. yeah, like getting into that practice of just projecting correctly, it, it, it's tough at first. So like um, I think when I first learned how to do it correctly, I ended up with like a lot of pain, like around like 
around my stomach and my mm. ab area and everything just trying to learn how to properly do it but then once yeah. you've got it you don't end up doing that like throaty shout that because yeah. it... like, so you just end up in pain otherwise yeah that, that, that there's, there's another benefit to it as well which is maybe more important that obviously you uh, save your throat from from being wrecked and your voice from being wrecked if you uh, raise your voice correctly but also people respond to you a lot better like if you yeah. if you're if you're running around the field i mean i'm not going to do it into the microphone i'm not going to do that to your ears but no. if you're running around the battlefield and you shout from your throat it gives off this like panicked like impression of or a desperation you know or you know because it's usually it, it's it's usually something a human being like i'm sure it's like a nature thing it's something a human being would do if they were in threat you know so they're like ah, and you're like oh you know oh they're like get over here and you're just like wait what what is there danger over there type of thing um so it just it i think it does something in your brain but when someone shouts correctly uh and usually because you can't usually because you have to enunciate and things like that you're more likely to be listened to as well if you yeah. if you shout correctly because no one no one really wants to listen to you if you're like screeching you know <laughs> uh <laughs> sometimes sometimes it happens but it, yeah it can happen yeah. and yeah no definitely but but anyway my point yeah, was so... that uh sorry that my point was is that that had gone out the window now because now i'm <laughs> I'm a little bit intoxicated and I'm speaking to uh, usually having the same conversation three or four times with Imperial Orcs. And luckily, I think it worked out because I remember Kelly, when she came on the podcast, had said that obviously your hearing is impaired uh, when you've got that Orc mask on. So a lot of them kind of kind of tilt an ear. So I think it, it kind of worked out because I'd obviously, I was obviously speaking way too loudly uh, while I was drunkenly telling stories. But I think it kind of worked for the for the imperial orcs because they probably hear what i was saying <laughs> so. yeah like we because obviously you'd ran off to to talk with wise guys and everything and everything was great and then we all started like heading up and all the imperial orcs started going off to the left i was like i thought we were going to wise guys and they're like we're off to see the duke of veins and i was like do they know you're coming <laughs> oh yeah that was, yeah, was before off. we went to wise guys yeah so we did like a little party in there mm -hmm. it was great mm -hmm. i got to hear some very awesome music that i've been promised earlier on in the weekend and it was a lot of fun we then headed over to wise guys and we just had a lot of drunken conversations it was great and this uh oliver is when you were speaking to louis by the way yeah it was after quite, yeah. saying I didn't see him all weekend. I was like, yeah. we were chatting to him for a while. Yes, the Imperial, <laughs> yeah, the Imperial Orc player that we were like, oh yeah, I'll, that we spoke about in our first episode that we we're like, oh yeah, you know, uh, we'll, we'll send you off and, and go play. Um, and then at the end, I was just like, oh yeah, we didn't, I, it's a shame I didn't get to role play with him. And you were like, yeah, you were speaking to him for like ages. Wise <laughs> 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 guys, I'm like. Hey. At one point you had your arm around him, I'm pretty I don't sure. Think like... I don't think that's right. <laughs> So, <laughs> booze cruise been that, that that was it was so much, it was so much fun though it was so I had the absolute time I don't know if everyone else did around me but I had the absolute time of my life on I Saturday drank, night. Oh, I was because I drank so I remember now um they had the Imperial Orcs one of the groups had a bottle of champagne and they just started pouring it <laughs> and they were like they're like your glass is empty and poured it in my glass and I was like yay just when I needed this point in the night. <laughs> So also not a good idea to have Dornish nobles going around with their coin uh, because we spent all the fiery character coin. And that's the first time we've done that in a long time. Usually we're, yeah. we're quite uh, 
canny with our with our coin, but this time we were like, I was just like, I'm going to lean into the noble thing. I don't know how much have I got in here. There, yeah, whatever that. And you know? most of it went to that bar in the Imperial Orcs because I think we just went. I don't know. This is the first time we've been left without our seneschals. Here, oh, have all this yeah. money. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they really filled our drinks up after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. People aren't usually out to like scam you or anything like that, you know. Um, but God, yeah. And then I think I think we like dotted about. We went to go see. Uh, I think we went to go try see the Brightstones. Um, we ended up in the marches, I think, for like yeah. shut down. And yeah, that that was a wrap, really, for Saturday. Yeah, we, we, we ended up crawling back and we bumped into a couple of friends outside Navarre and then we, we crawled back and we passed out. <laughs> passed out. That was a long day. It was a really long day. And it really was. When we woke up the next day, I was paying for it. <laughs> I was paying for it. Not that I, not that I felt bad to be honest, because like I said, I had the time of my life uh, on Saturday, and Saturday night was just amazing. Um, yeah. And I really, really enjoyed myself. Uh, but yeah, that Sunday morning, I was feeling it. Um, not to the point where I was like sick, uh, but I was, yeah, I was feel, I was feeling it. <laughs> it was, it like it was. I think I was still drunk in the morning. To be honest, mm. we got up. We did coffee, quite chilled out because we were monstering that day. It was the case of I didn't actually have to spend too much time getting ready, which is probably just as well because I don't think I could have sat and put prosthetics on at that point. Uh, yeah, I, I slept in my ears, so I, like I had to. I, I was base. I was going to be. I was monstering as a changeling, and I was like, I thought I'll just, I'll just sleep in my ears. And uh, yeah, I, you know what? I, I thing is, I, fe I was feeling it that much. I was just like, oh, I don't. Basically, I was like, I don't want a monster. But I was like, there is no way I'm going to be that person that doesn't monster because I'm hungover. So I'm like, nah, there's, I'm, there's no way I'm not going to do this. I was like, I'll be fine. I'll just, I'll just join a skirmishing unit. I'll just take my great sword and I won't bother putting any. I didn't even put any armor on. I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'll just go there and skirmish and just hang out. Um, yeah. Um. So yeah, like we got we got our stuff. I got to take some cool weapons this time. I got um oh, yeah. Neil gave me Neil gave me a flail. <laughs> Still drunk out there going, I've got a flail. You got a flail, yeah. Yeah. How did you fight? Because I don't think I've actually asked you yet. How did you find fighting with the flail? Um, luckily, like, I mean, we'll just skip right to the battle. Okay, we went and started fighting during the battle because i wasn't too sure i was kind of like i i kind of like i found that i could chamber it really easily mm. so i was like oh, okay i'm gonna i already decided because i didn't want to lose neil's flail so i was like i'm not actually going to strike out with it because i know that if it gets caught on something i need to let it go that's the rules so yeah i decided just to use it like a threat while in my right hand while in my left hand i had a sword yeah but when we were out on the battlefield, um, I ended up next to Kay, and Kay basically gave me a fighting lesson on the field, and then showed me how to use it properly, and it mm. worked really well. And I actually was able to get a couple of people just with it without actually losing it, which was quite cool. Yeah, well, there was that lovely crew member as well as we walked up to the gate because you were just like, because you'd had, oh you, yeah, you, they were brilliant. Yeah, you forgot to get it weapons checked, and they were like, they were like, all right, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just check it, I'll check it now. As they checked it for you, they were like, "Have you fought with one of these before?" And you're like, "No." <laughs> and they're like, they're, "They're like, okay, well, as soon as as soon as you let loose, like it's it's out of control, basically. So just they're like, be, be very careful." And they were the one who literally said to you, "If it gets caught, let go of it, basically." Yeah. Um. So yeah, because it, uh, it's it's funny because they look cool, but I don't know I don't know how. I th I, th I think using one with a shield would be quite good, actually. 
Yeah, like it was good fun. Yeah. We, we like, yeah, we ended up going out mm. and fighting it's just and been crazy. I think I can't, to be honest. Like, I don't really have too much to say about this battle because, Not really. um, it I, ended we, yeah, we were fighting. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah, we were fighting. Well, I think the thing is, I think they actually did all right. Um, now the now the conjunction results are out. Uh, yeah. So we so we were fighting against Navar, uh, Wintermark in the league, um, and the Imperial Orcs. and the Imperial Orcs. Uh, so the we, we were basically we spent a lot of time by one of the regios that they were trying to get stuff done in. So we spent a lot of time at, like fighting across this ditch which surrounded yeah. the regio. Uh, Navarre were like doing a good job of like getting stuff in the you know basically protecting the ritual usually with like archers and things like that but we were basically just faced with a load of um with a load of winter markers and that that was our yeah. whole like fight and I, I just kept running in I kept getting cleaved and I came out and then came in again I got cleaved again yeah uh, then I got uh, then, I, then I went down to zero and started bleeding out got dragged out of there again uh then I I, I I ran in for like the, for the eighth time. I got I I got healed so many times. I was... I was so happy to die. I was like I was still hung over at this point, and yeah. they finally got me. I was like, great. Oh no! I did this. Yeah. Went to die, and then somebody on my side went, "No, stay with me." I was like, "No, stay with you." Let me I go. go to bed. Let me go. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was. I mean, I, I mean, I was going for it. I wasn't. Wasn't like half ass in my fighting. Oh. I was. I was. Oh, no. I was still being crazy. And um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wintermark players. If uh, you have to be on the other side of me, monstering. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's a quite a good few. There's a few good photos actually taken of me. Just like I'm like, what am I even doing out there? I'm not even. I've not got no armor on. There's like 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 twenty winter markers, chainmail, shield, uh, big great big axes, and I'm just there like just with just with the shirt on. <laughs> just, I'm just like, what am I doing? Uh, it's quite funny, but if you like, you know, if you if you say the right things, you could make like winter markers step back. If you're just like, Haha, I'm gonna cleave you. I'm gonna cleave you. Um, I was... me standing there with the, the, the flail. Ah, <laughs> mace I know, they good. were probably like, she doesn't know what she's doing. Just um, stay yeah. back from her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, then I got I got shot by a uh, shot by another um, LARP content creator. Actually, I spotted, spotted them, and they 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 pinged me. Actually, you know what? Actually, it 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 got it got my hand, and I was like, you know what? Ah, it was a good. It was such a good shot. I was just like. I want to go to spawn now. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> so I just finally fell on the floor, and I was like, yeah, I'm gone, I'm gone. Yeah. So then I had so, like, a nice break going to spawn. Well, I was there to the end. Honestly, I thought we were just all gonna get killed. We we were one we were one line deep. We stood there. I saw mm. what appeared to be like all of Wintermark there, and I was like, they're cool, look at us. And I was like, actually, at the point where I was looking around to make sure there wasn't any like. The ditch wasn't too close to my back sort of thing because i was like we're gonna go down and then somebody came over shook hands with andy connell <laughs> <laughs> and we're like they were letting them go but okay so we all had to walk out and this is where things actually went a little bit different all the imperials were leaving and so there really was no fighting but we just walked behind them as we we're waiting for them all to leave and some of the imperials just decided to start attacking people and because they did that the parley was broken, and this is the point. Okay, you want to die then. <laughs> several Imperials died. Yeah. It was this point here, and it was just because one group of people decided to just start fighting again. Yeah. 
and it wasn't very nice because up to this point everything was like no honor 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 this happened and then we just went no kill them and i was like what <laughs> well I don't, I don't know what happened because they, they, yeah the, towards the end the imperials like started panicking but it's what seemed like no reason they were like they, they, they started going ah and then they, they were all running to the gate and we were like what's going on like we're, <laughs> we're yeah, like running to the yeah and running well that's because we were behind them at that point it was like full fighting again yeah and to and there was yeah it wasn't very nice at the end but yeah it happened and then we got to head back and, and get ready and stuff to carry on. But our, our Sunday, everyone's Sunday was actually cut pretty short this time mm-hmm. um, because there had been extreme weather warnings to the point where PD had put signs out everywhere and basically said, people can start unpacking now, bringing cars on now. It's a couple of hours till time out, but it was due to be like horrendous weather and it would have, you know, lots of vehicles were probably going to end up getting stuck so they decided yeah. you know just there was almost like a soft timeout. Yeah, and i think we timed out. out about 1 30 i think yeah um it, you know what it wasn't i feel like it it was just me to start with because i was like oh you know what i'm done and having seen those things go around being like, uh, and i'd done everything i wanted to do for the weekend really basically there were some there were a couple of other things that i kind of wanted to get done but I crashed, right? I completely, like, after that battle, to the point where I was like, I wish I hadn't gone, basically. I crashed, like, em- like mentally, emotionally so much. Like, I said, I wasn't, I didn't feel sick or anything. I just, I was just like, that done. I just wanted to, yeah. I-, I was just done for the weekend. Um, and this was still, like, yeah, like, 12, and we were like, okay, well, let's go get something to eat because we haven't eaten anything. Sunday's always a weird day for that anyway, but yeah, we got something to eat, Um then we went, you know, went back to camp and I was like, there was a couple of people I wanted to speak to in character. I'm like, you know what? People already, there was cars coming on, uh, especially, so it wasn't so bad in dorm, but I noticed like up in like the marches and Barushka and that there were, there were cars already there. There were cars already in, uh, in the woods in Navarre as well. And I was like, oh yeah, it's feeling like timeout. And when we start, we all started having like timeout conversations and at this point, I kind of thought to myself, I was getting the vibe that every not everyone was hungover like me, but I got the vibe that everyone was like exhausted. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the thing. Though. I think maybe that's just like an E one thing. You've got a combination yeah. of the fact that it's colder, but you've also got the combination of it's been like you know over six months since we last did this. We're all you know maybe not being doing a lot in that time, and we all kind of just like gassed ourselves really quickly, but. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I got that vibe. I got the vibe because people were just. It was almost as if the, as if people, obviously, were coming around, being like, "Oh yeah, we're just letting everyone know." Blah blah blah. This is the thing, and it's almost everyone. That was a good excuse for everyone to be like, "Okay, let's." Let, then we then there was a lot of out character conversations happening, and yeah, again, this was like one o'clock as well. So yeah, by the time we started having out character conversations, then we were like, you know, because we were going to power through, weren't we? We were going to be like, "Oh no, we won't oh, bother." We were like- well, because, yeah, like, we were kind of thinking at a time where, like, okay, if the weather's going to get bad, there are certain vehicles that are going to struggle. So we knew our vehicle wasn't one of them. So we were like, well, our van's going to be fine. Why don't we just, we'll just carry on playing. And then people who need to get their stuff out can then just get their stuff out first. I didn't, I didn't see a point in us bringing the van on at that point. Yeah. But then once a lot of people are packed out, I think that's when you were like, yeah, I'll get the van now. 
and I started taking the tent down, and then yeah, we had no issue. Yeah, but so I mean yeah. that's kind of I mean yes, sorry um, listeners, there's not really much to say about Sunday at all. To be honest, it was just one of those days, you know, that just. Yeah, no, I was going to say the um one of the places in Dawn that I kind of like, um I didn't actually get a chance to kind of go and hang out at much, but I was like, I definitely ferried a lot of people over there. That was the, um we've got like a new like tea house in Dawn. And because obviously we were packing up early, they had lots of extra food that they just basically came around and like handed us a lot of food, which I definitely, I needed that sugar rush. I definitely yeah. did at that point. I felt point. bad because I was, I was really still not, yeah, my stomach was still a little bit. Rare. Oh yeah, you, you were at that stage, you were just like, yeah. I don't know. Whereas yeah. I was like, because they brought around lots of carrot cake. I was like, oh cool, carrot cake. Mm. And then they brought pancakes with Nutella. And I was like, oh, and then they put it on the table for everyone. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> this is mine. And I need this right now. So I'm going to take these. Um, yeah. <laughs> I hope that's okay with everyone. <laughs> Yeah, there, there was some, there was some real good. Uh, it's always it's always amazing now seeing uh, seeing newer players coming in, and, and I'm feeling like I'm not a new player. Not that it's bad to feel like a new player that maybe came out wrong, but like it's 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 great to like not feel like a new player, and then but then see new players, you know, yeah. come in come into it and just and uh, just absolutely smash out the park with their kit and their role play and. Oh yeah, uh, like we actually like I remember this time we did actually meet a couple of new players when we were heading back for after eating and stuff, and you know they totally smashed it and like oh yeah, it's just it was so much. But yeah. yeah, like you said, I think that's we we then timed out pretty much and yeah, timed out. That was that was that was it for the weekend. Yeah, we, luckily so. Oh yeah, so the, the storm never actually came when it was meant to. So we actually got everything packed down in the dry uh, and got in before any too many people got stuck. Um, I think the storm apparently I heard like hit a lot later on. I think it hit like half six or something like that. Um, but we most of the the field were completely off by that. Point. Oh, I just remembered something as well. The um, so on this weekend, this was when they did like the the government testing thing where everybody got a message on their phone yeah. at the same time, and it didn't matter if your phone was off or anything. It happened to be at exactly three p.m. And it came around at first and people were like, oh, that's our sign. It's time out. And then I remember thinking, that's a really good idea. How did PD manage to do? Oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, Robin. Okay. Oh, Robin. <laughs> there was just a point where I was like, that is so clever that they managed to, wait a minute, wait, think about this logically. Got it. And everybody had to go rushing back to put these really loud alarms off of their phones. <laughs> Yes, uh, I mean, yeah, that was us. Yeah, E1 in 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 the books. E1 is in the books. Um, we're not we're not. I mean, on the time of recording, we're only kind of a month out from E2. E2, uh, we've got some exciting things to look forward to. Uh, the, the, there's continuing stories with most of the things we've talked about. Actually, there's probably going to be yeah. continuing stories with all the Soren stuff, um, with the Terunial stuff, with the um, obviously we're, we're going to carry on with our. Uh, the stuff we're doing in the military game as well. Uh, it's the flower Dornish flower festival E2 next time as well. Um, spring is always spring was our, probably our best event of last year as well. So yeah, it you, was. it's, it's quite, it's quite a busy event. Uh, but because the weather is a lot nicer than, uh, it's already at the time of recording. The weather is very much improved from what it was uh, three weeks ago. So I'm looking forward to jumping on that field. Um, I'm super excited. 
Yeah, definitely. Right, we'll wrap up here. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you give us a like, give us a follow, so you know when a new episode is posted. Until uh, we release our next uh, recap, which will obviously be after uh, E2. We're not going to any of the laps before then, but we do have some more episodes coming out for you uh, later this week. Uh, we have some guest episodes coming up in the next few weeks that we'll hope you enjoy until our uh, visit to empire again uh, but until then though let's say goodbye and uh, yeah we love you stay safe bye, bye.